Hello, bad bitches of the internet. We're back. We're back. <laughs> um, we almost didn't make our New Year's resolution mm-hmm. of uploading every week. <laughs> it's a Sunday morning, mm-hmm. and we're doing a brunch podcast. Yeah. To make sure that when you start a new week, you have us by your side. That's the plan, at least. We want to be there for you during the week. We're glad that you're listening to this potentially on a Monday, maybe on a Tuesday. <laughs> Maybe on whenever a Wednesday, you whenever you feel like you need to have a little emotional support from Sophie and myself. Yeah. We know that our first two weeks were rough. Yeah, dude, they honestly um, were. There was no slow start to the mm-hmm. year. It was uh, full force ahead. Mm-hmm. Um, Which but is we survived. Like, yeah, we did. Like, I don't know how, and I know that it's not going to get better. But, like, no. just take it day by day. And, like, it's it's just work it's not the end of the world yeah it may seem like it is and it sometimes feels like it is but it's not the end of the world yeah cheers cheers to that that. yeah (laughs) we're currently drinking coffee not wine as it is sunday morning we're not that crazy (laughs) but you know you know if you are drinking wine and you're listening to this on a Sunday morning. We're not judging you. Yeah, cheers. You Enjoy do that. You? Enjoy that bottle. A little, I'm a little worried, but that's Sunday scaries are real. Honestly, I, we understand that. Yeah. And Sunday scaries do start on Sunday morning for people like me. So, dude, when when I first no started judgment. working, I feel like you had the same feeling. But Sunday oh. scaries started Saturday night for yeah, me. Yeah, same. So I was like, same, oh my same. god, and I couldn't, I could never enjoy my Saturday nights because I kept being like, it's Sunday tomorrow, which tomorrow means it's Sunday. Monday. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, anyway, welcome to the Afterwork Murder Club. That was my co-host, Elisa. That is my co-host, Sophie. And we're live again. We're live. And this week, we're bringing you a badass case. Okay, yeah, it's Sophie's turn. It is week. my turn. And it is Sunday morning. And before this, we had breakfast. And Elisa was like, okay, it's a bit gruesome to be starting the day off with murder. Yeah. Um, usually it's a Tuesday night. We've mm-hmm. had a long day mm-hmm. and we're into some murder. We're ready stuff. for it. Yeah. We're ready for yeah, it. Yeah. We feel kind of violent. Yeah. We've seen some shit that day that we're ready to like get loose. Since this is a Sunday morning, there's a little bit of a different approach. Love that. Um, I found myself down a rabbit hole this week. Of course. Of, uh, a very like a certain type of cases. Okay. Um, you know how we have the extreme murder, serial killer mm-hmm. type Just of cases. Gruesome, yeah. yeah. Then we have the survival stories mm-hmm. and you're into that. My and then there's this entire category that we oh haven't God, tapped I'm into. So excited. Of crime mm-hmm. that is not murder. Okay. Where you can't help but feel some kind of sympathy for the criminal okay or you're like okay that's kind of badass okay that's what you were telling me this morning and i have no yeah. idea where this is going but i'm excited to f- it's kind of the robin hood feeling okay robin hood was yeah. he was a criminal yeah he was he literally a, was he literally he's a stole thief. but he's he gave it to the poor but he gave it to the poor so you kind of like him interesting i see you see where yeah. i'm going with this mm-hmm. mildly yes so um you might know this case because it's a it's a very, very well-known case. It's a famous case. Mm-hmm. Um, multiple books and oh, movies. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Yeah. Um, 
It's an unsolved case. Mm. And it's the unsolved case of D.B. Cooper. Oh, my God. You know it? Yes. I okay. mean, I, I, I've heard of it. It's also been featured in, like, Prison Break. It is. Yeah. Um, All right. So Okay, wait. Um, hold on. Fun fact. People thought, if you've listened to our last episode about John List, during the trials, there was, like, some stipulation that he might have been D.B. Cooper. I didn't what? mention it in the case, but that was, like, a whole lead. Obviously, like, it wasn't him, mm. but they thought it was for a second. Oh, shit. No. Anyway. Okay. So, but you're familiar with this case. Yeah. Damn it. Okay. It's a good one, and I've okay. never heard it in full. I've okay, okay, heard, okay, like, okay. The... Um, it's very hard to um, tell a full story because there's so many details, mm -hmm. and at one point, you really don't know what's made up and mm -hmm. what is actual mm -hmm. facts. Um, but as you mentioned, it's super famous. Mm -hmm. um, they mentioned it in Prison Break. Yeah, um, the FBI has come out to say it's one of their <clears> most <throat> notoriously unsolvable cases they've ever worked on. It's like on. an urban legend almost. Um, yeah, it is. And like even like rich individuals have um, spent their own money on trying to solve this case. Mm -hmm. A TV journalist um, by the name of Tom Colbert has actually spent $367,000 of his own money in trying to solve this. And then... Well, he was unsuccessful, and I classic, he said, it's an FBI cover-up. Oh, my God, of course. I was of like, course. that's so much money, though. Yep. So people are really intrigued by this mm -hmm. case. Um, and rightfully so, because it's a badass case. Oh my like, God. just hearing about this case, every time I hear about it, I'm like, this dude. Like, is it a movie plot? Did it actually it does. happen? I know, it's like the wildest thing. It's crazy. If you haven't heard it, you're in for a treat. Mm -hmm. um, let me set the scene. Okay. Oh it's um, 1971. Love We're it. at the International Airport of Portland, mm -hmm. Oregon. A guy walks in um, by the name of Dan Cooper. Mm -hmm. A very generic name. Um, and he buys a one-way ticket from Oregon to Seattle, which is like so a 30-minute flight. Yeah. He's wearing a dark suit, a clip-on tie. <laughs> I love it. Well, Honestly, like, why, did, why is that not a thing anymore? People yeah. should use clip-on ties. <laughs> All the power to him. A clip-on tie and sunglasses. Love it. He also had a briefcase. I'm like, already are we in a movie? Yeah, it's like... Or was that the normal attire, like the business attire the back in the day, maybe. in the 70s? But probably. P potentially. Yeah. Um, he boards the plane. He sits in seat 18C. Mm -hmm. um, and he orders a bourbon and soda. What time is it? It's in the afternoon. Okay. okay. It's like <clears throat> four in the afternoon. Okay. Um, I already love him. Mm -hmm. I mean, aisle seat. Yes. I'm an aisle seat girl. Go to the bathroom um, and Mixed drink. Yes. Um, and he tells the flight attendant... Um, to keep the change because he actually paid for his bourbon and soda with a $20 note. Back in the day when this is happening, so that was the equivalent of $132 today. What? Your man pays his bourbon and soda, tells the flight attendant to keep the change. Because he's rich as tits. Because he just... Like chef's kiss. Yeah, good like, for him. That... Like, just picture it. The way he looks, sits down, orders bourbon and soda, tells her to keep the change. What? He's a badass. He's a badass? He's Already. A sleek motherfucker. Like, yeah. Um, it's safe to say that your man's a little bit of a cool cat. Like yeah, he's trying he is. to yeah. mm -hmm. um later people would describe him as um around eighty kilos, age forty, um, oh, five foot ten. Mm -hmm. Sallow skin, low voice. 
um, no accent, no particular accent. Mm -hmm. But they said that he used intelligent vocabulary. <laughs> Whatever What that means. What the fuck mean. does that even mean? That reminds me of um, our daycare killer, Kim de Helder, yeah. who's like using certain yeah, words to sound smarter. Know, to sound smarter. Some big words. But strange. And a briefcase. <laughs> oh, this is like a walking stereotype. Yep, yep. Um, I'm again. I'm telling you, this must have been like a common, common attire back in the day. Because if I would see someone like fitting the entire description mm -hmm. we just had, I'd be like, I think the sunglasses. Where is your newspaper with like holes cut out? Yeah, <laughs> to like spy on people. Yeah. I just, I feel like the sunglasses are like what does it for me. Mm. Like I get this. Like there's businessmen who fly around. I get it. The suit, the briefcase. It's yeah. A little cheesy, but okay. The sunglasses. I'm like, dude, you're inside a plane. You do not need those. <laughs> oh God. So um, after the plane takes off, he slips a note to the flight attendant, okay. who he just um, tipped. tipped. A shitload. A yeah. shitload. Um, and her name is Florence Schaffner. And he slips her a note. And she thinks, all right, this dude has just tipped me an insane amount of money. He's obviously hitting on me. I've had this happen before. They give me their number. Uh, or they slip me a note to tell me to meet them in the bathroom. Oh, whatever, my God. Right? So she just nods politely and puts it in her pocket, doesn't look at oh, it. Oh, fuck. But he goes... Um, Miss, you better read that note. I have a bomb. Which I think is hilarious because, like, you think that he slips that note to try and be subtle. But then she, she like, doesn't read it and he has to be like, yeah. I have a bomb. Like, can you please read that fucking note? Like, <laughs> I'm pretty sure when he came up with the plan, yeah. he did not expect no. her to not read He's the like, notes. this is so smooth. I love it. Okay, good for her for, like, not reading it. Uh, so she, she's like, uh, what the fuck? Um, she opens the note and she reads it and it reads, um, I have a bomb and I want you to sit beside me. Okay. Strange read for it in my opinion. Yeah. Um, but when she sits down, he opens his briefcase and he shows her <gasps> sticks of dynamite. Cute. Now, I'm sure everyone's like, but how? There's airport security. Let me tell you, <laughs> there clearly wasn't the air 70s, airport security in the not. 70s. That's like a 9-11 thing. No. Like post 9-11. Yeah. yeah. So it was not a thing. Insane, though. There was very little security, yeah. if any. People could walk up to the gate that didn't yeah. have a ticket. How fucking insane is that? Yeah, and like purchase their ticket at the gate. Yeah, like. yeah. Honestly, different. A totally different world. So yeah, he shows her the six of dynamite and she is like, oh, shit. Shit got real he actually gets her to write a note not sure maybe he had it on him as well and he just got her to deliver it mm -hmm. anyway on the second um note that he ordered her to get to the pilot um oh it God. said i want two hundred thousand dollars ready by 5 p.m in cash <gasps> put it in a knapsack <laughs> Um, and I want two back parachute and two front parachutes. And when we land, I want a fuel truck ready to refuel. No funny stuff or I'll do the job. Oh my God. But wait a minute. I thought he used intelligent vocabulary. No, no funny, funny stuff. stuff. <laughs> like this literally feels fake. If I were to get this, I would be alarmed. But I would also be like, what the fuck? Who's this dude? Yeah. I'm like, like, okay, $200,000, no Show me those stuff. dynamite sticks again. Are you sure that's real dynamite? Are people on the plane seeing this shit? I don't think so. No. That's insane. Yeah. Fucking Jesus. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Love that. No funny stuff. 
So um, Florence gets it to the pilot. Oh um, there's a bit of panic, obviously, yeah, amongst yeah. the cabin crew. Um, and the pilot tries to reach forces on the ground to make everything that Cooper is asking for happen. Um, but that's going to take time because your man is asking for X, Y, and Z. Um, and like there were a lot of um, details to his requests. Like I read out the short version, but for example, the 200K, he wanted to be exclusively in $20 bills unmarked um also for the parachutes he wanted to have civilian parachutes not military parachutes because apparently there's a difference i didn't yeah i mean i don't know anything um about that. i don't know what that is yeah, but apparently sure. that's pretty different um so there were like a lot of specifics mm-hmm. he thought about it cooper remains super calm throughout all of this oh he just remains in his seat and orders a new bourbon that's by and the Florence gives yeah, Florence it to him. Gives it to him, and he pays again with a twenty dollar note, and again he's selling her to keep the change. So your girl's making money. Is she in a? Yeah, <laughs> but like Jesus Christ! I'm like when I read this, I was like, was he trying to kind of like make up for her trauma? I by wonder. Doing this? Yeah, but I wonder if I don't know like the rest of the story in detail. But I wonder if he was so far. He's like, I have absolutely nothing to lose. I'm so calm because I don't give a flying fuck. If I can pull this off, then I'm fucking rich. And if not, yeah. I don't care. Because that seems like his attitude right now. I mean, like he's he's calm. He's, he's chill. So, he's cool as a cucumber. So I'm shook. Okay. So so he's talking to Florence, like uh, the casual. entire time. That's imagine being Florence in mm-hmm. the aftermath. What a I Jesus! Mean, yeah, she literally I had know, a conversation with right? this mystery man. Um, so and during the time that he, like they are trying to get everything ready on the ground, um, oh they are flying. So this is supposed to be a flight of thirty minutes. Yeah, they're flying in circles for yeah. two hours, oh and they're God. telling everyone on the plane that's like due to minor technical difficulties. I would already freak out about that. I'd be like, why are we in the air? In circles, like for two minor hours. technical. I would think we were crashing. Yeah. Tbh. If I didn't know <laughs> that there was like a dude with dynamite. Yeah, I'd be like, uh, if there's technical difficulties, why are we not landing? Yeah, like why are we still <laughs> flying around for two hours? Strange. Oh my god. Okay. At um, five thirty-nine, the plane finally lands in Seattle, and Cooper um, asked for all the blinds to be down just to avoid like any sniper kind of situation oh my God. um and they do that so the plane is on the ground and the airport manager al lee delivers the unmarked bills and the parachutes to the aircraft so he's the only one allowed to walk up <gasps> he didn't manage to um get a hold of four civilian parachutes so he has two military ones and two civilian uh, parachutes mm-hmm. but cooper's like okay let's go um all passengers can get off now except for the pilot and one member of the cabin crew the people have to know something's going on yeah at this point yeah like they, what the fuck yeah um and actually so there's one um member of the cabin crew uh that is uh, staying behind her name is tina um because he lets his little girlfriend florence he, he lets, lets her, her go, go now Work. so okay. your girl got tipped and yeah. now she can go yeah, good for her good for her get, get off the plane and go treat yourself um so yeah um there's maybe like five people left on the plane right now yeah. pilot co-pilot tina him maybe one other person mm-hmm. something like that um no one else was allowed on the plane oh my God. um they refuel 
And <gasps> once that's done, he says, right, boys, now we're off to Mexico City. What a motherfucking badass bitch. Mm-hmm. So, oh my God. They take off to Mexico City, and he's like, I don't care what route we take. Um, I just want Mexico City to be the end destination. Um, but there wasn't enough fuel to yeah, yeah. fly to Mexico City. Mm-hmm. So the pilot's like, we'll have to make another stop in Nevada. Mm-hmm. Um, he's like, yeah, yeah, whatever. Just, just do it. Just take off. Um, all good. Let's go. Now, he did make a few more demands that didn't have anything to do with where we were going. Um, at the backside of a Boeing, because mm-hmm. they're flying a Boeing 727, um, there's like this kind of like stairs that you can let down yeah. to like load it with your suitcases, oh, like I guess, like the cargo. Yeah. And he demands to take off with it open. He wanted the pilot to take off with his trunk open. Oh, with his trunk open, yeah. Let's basically, call it a trunk. Let's call yeah, it let's trunk. call it the trunk. <laughs> so basically, the trunk That's he wanted so to take dangerous. off with, and the pilot's like. Okay. Like, imagine how dangerous it must be for the pilot to be like, n- to say no to a person that yeah, has dynamite. Bomb. Yeah, he's like, I'd rather not do that. Not do that. I'd rather take the risk of you setting off a bomb than saying yes to this demand. <laughs> that of means yours. it's like, he's a, like no. Yeah, yeah. Um. So DB is like, shit. At first, Florence didn't open the note. Yeah. <laughs> and now this man doesn't want to open his trunk. But I'll go with it. Okay. Like, he has to be a little bit creative. Um, he can't get everything he wants, apparently. I wonder if he accounted for um, those kinds of things. I mean, if you hear the plan that this man executed, yeah. in the end, he must have been, like, a real badass. Yeah. Like, he's he's willing to take multiple risks. Sure. Anyway, um, so the pilot's like, hell no. Nah. Um, I'm I'm not taking off with that open, uh, but um, he's actually, like, helping Cooper along. Like, what is he supposed to do? He's like, but... You cannot just open the back door. <laughs> Honestly, yeah, I would give alternatives yeah. too. Yeah. Um, Which even is, that's insane. That's insane because, yeah. like, since that incident, there's no way. Like, when a plane takes <gasps> off, you cannot open the back. At like, all? It, you can't open it. What about there's those? Uh, there's like those emergency handles. That's only if you land. Like only emergency. Because I've yeah. always wondered, like, when I'm standing there to go pee, I always look at the door, and it always and, like, freaks me out. Because I'm like, what if someone just pulls, pulls the it? handle? No. Okay, that's so comforting. Thank <laughs> God. Okay. <laughs> Jesus. Um, so yeah, bummed out. DB is bummed out, he's but okay. he's okay. <laughs> Damn it. Um, he also asked the pilot if he can fly the plane at 10,000 feet, mm-hmm. whereas <clears throat> usually like the plane 30, is like 30 yeah. to 40,000 yeah. uh, feet. Um, so very low. Yeah. And he also asks to um, fly it as slow as he possibly can. So at this point, everyone knows, like, with the parachute, yeah, like, your yeah, man's about yeah. to chop. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Shit. Um, oh so, yeah, it kind of makes sense that you want to as low and as slow as you possibly can, but okay. Um, why are we in a James Bond movie? Literally, like, surely that, like, this didn't happen. Oh, my God. Yeah, literally. I can't believe that this was like just, 50 years ago. I just want everyone listening to this, just keep picturing. We have a suit, we have a clip-on tie, we have sunglasses, a briefcase of money, and he's jumping out of a plane. He's like, still I'm wearing sorry. the sunglasses? I love that for him. Um, it's a good like advertisement and, for the sunglasses. They like stay on mid-flight, mid-air. I love that. So he does all that, actually. Um, so he... 
just execute his whole plan. He jumps out of the plane mid-flight. Um, and the flight attendant, Tina, was the last to ever see him. She recalls that he was at the back door and he tried to like open it and jump out and he went like, how do I open this? The parachute to, like, or the door? The, the door. Oh my God. Um, she had to like show. Oh my God. I would be so scared if I was her. Uh, to be get, like, like sucked in. Yeah, dude. Yeah, I was literally going to say, don't you get sucked? Like if you open the door, you get sucked out. I don't know. I don't know, man. Bro. It's not like she opened it for him. I know, but. She told but, him, I, but. I'm like already. I already have clammy hands just um, thinking about it. So yeah, and um, the plane eventually ends up landing in Nevada to refuel. But by that time, DB Cooper was long gone. So do they know? Wh- uh, but where they But he were? did leave some things behind. So he actually, uh, right before he made the jump, he like clicked off his thigh. No fucking. I mean, way. like you don't yeah, like yeah. flapping in your face. <laughs> <laughs> why do you wear what a bow a clip-on bow oh, yeah why that's know. so so they have um, the tie is it like in a museum or something so they have the tie with like a tie clip on oh it oh my god um, they have eight cigarette butts because that oh was the time god. you could yeah. still yeah. smoke yeah. on a plane iconic iconic yeah literally um and um, I can't believe they did like... find some dna some people say it was on cigarette butts some say it was on the tie um, yeah. But this was long before DNA was a thing. But mm-hmm. like they kept it, mm-hmm. and later we could retrieve DNA okay. from it. Okay. Let's spark that for a second. Okay. Um, so they obviously know where he jumped, but you're at yeah, ten yeah, of course. k feet. So like the radius, it's the, the radius that you could land in with a parachute is huge. Mm-hmm. Um, Didn't they call the police and were like, everyone co- go in that circle now? Of course, of oh course. Like, the FBI was involved immediately already when the pilot sent the first request for, like, the parachutes and stuff. Okay, uh, Police okay. was involved. Okay. So uh, they immediately go to the area and they start combing it. Um, remember I said this was an unsolved case of D.B. Cooper? Mm-hmm. But up until now, we've just been talking about your man Dan. Yeah, Dan because Cooper. Because he just bought the ticket yeah. to the name of Dan Cooper. Yeah. Um, so immediately uh, the media, the press was all over this case, obviously. Yeah, yeah. And apparently Insane. just like one reporter said his name wrong and said D.B. Cooper. It's not like his name was like Dan Bernard yeah, yeah. or something. No, yeah. just Dan Cooper. But How he said the name happen? wrong, D.B. Cooper, and it just kind of stuck. Because it's a cool-ass like, name. Cool. D.B. <laughs> it's Cooper. a badass name. I'm going to name my it's kid like D.B. Dan Badass Cooper. Yeah. That's maybe where he got it from. Probably. I love DB. I love that name. Yeah, so uh, DB stuck. Love that. Um, And uh, yeah, so they cone out the area. They didn't find them. They they were also looking for the money. Didn't find the money. Um, It was unmarked. It was unmarked. Like, no, they they saw, like, they were looking if they could, like, trace the money back. It was unmarked, but all money has like a serial number mm-hmm. it can be un- like they're being marked is something different than having a serial mm-hmm. number so like they did have a serial number so if, if he were to use it if he were to use it like they would be able to be like oh this is actually a note that we from gave that sack to- yeah yeah and they that doesn't really tell you anything because, like, if you just go to like a random local shop and you pay there, no one's like going to check yeah, the serial that's number. True. And yeah. like, by the time that police ever <laughs> gets this note, it's mm-hmm. untraceable, right? Mm-hmm. Um, 
but so they try to follow both the money and db cooper try to find out who he was made a sketch and everything um the whole country was looking for him but they never found him um so officially he was charged first he was charged with air piracy just just such a cool thing to be charged yeah literally i mean i'm not trying to glorify this but like air piracy that's fucking badass i love it (laughs) i love how he like i'm still thinking about him on that plane like i love how he like was smoking a cigarette and having a bourbon he's like chain smoking too like eight cigarettes (laughs) he was chilling man he was chilling he was like that's i'm like what i wonder what what was going through his head at the time pure calm clearly um but that had a statute of limitation of five years. Oh, that's not a lot. So they ended up finding something with no limit okay. at the time, like violating some a certain. He act. did enough for it to like, be. Yeah. yeah. Um, and yeah, so the search party's been on for years and years of investigation. Mm-hmm. The FBI calls it the Norjack uh, case. Mm-hmm. Um, they comb out Mexico City. So that is the uh, Northwest hijacking case, Norjack case. Um, okay. It's, it was an active case for like years and years and years. They never found him. Um, then nine years after the escape, a young boy is um, on holidays with his parents. And he finds a um, paper bag with $5,800 in it. Dude, oh my God. All in $20 notes <gasps> on the riverbanks of the Columbia River. Where is that? And the notes match the serial numbers of the notes that were given to D.B. Cooper. Okay. So, of course, the FBI jumps on yeah. it. They are now searching the Columbia River like they're Where is it? fucking digging up an ancient city. So, Columbia River like is... Like it runs through Washington State. Um, so, the Columbia River runs through Washington State, and that's... The strange part is, yeah. like, where he jumps. Yeah, what? It couldn't have been, like, a situation where he jumps out of the airplane, like, one of his bags blows yeah. away <laughs> and imagine. ends up in the Columbia River. Like, they also said, like, the Columbia River um, comes from another river first. Yeah, and, like, yeah. Maybe, like, the paper bag made his way down to mm-hmm. the Columbia River. Mm-hmm. But then experts have looked at it and that's not the way the river streams it, the bag would have to have been going upstream yeah no so there's no way that that bag could have accidentally accidentally ended up where the boy found it oh my on god on top yeah. they did um some tests on the like the rubber bands that were holding the <gasps> notes like together it's like actual wads of cash yeah Fucking so hell. and the rubber bands were like a type of rubber that wouldn't have withstood the elements for longer than a year. And when the boy found them, they yeah. were still intact. It was eight years. And it, was, it, it had been nine years. So it's like... Okay. Who put them yeah, there? what? It was like a Did recent... Did D.B. Cooper come and drop some off years later to throw spark, people off? Yeah. Or, or spark a new investigation? Yeah. Because no one was on to yeah. him. Yeah. Holy shit. So yeah, I thought when I read about the study being done on the rubber bands, I was like, the fuck? Yeah, it's recent. Also, how do you even know that? How can you even like, I mean, I know science, whatever, but like, wow. Wow. That you can like know that. Yeah. Insane. Um, so the money did not lead anywhere. Um, 
Um, so the FBI keeps going over, okay, what do we have on this guy? Um, he knows something about airplanes is what mm-hmm. they gather, mm-hmm. which I'm like, does he? Didn't because like he didn't know how to open the door. Yeah, okay, um, he knows about the area where he jumped out because um, Francis told police that during the flight, he was like pointing out landmarks to her. It's so like, fucking random. Like, do you see random. that? That's like this national park or this like this river. Or what whatever. a weird dude. This weird man. Yeah. Like, why is he trying to impress her? I'm like, what? Yeah. Um, but other than that, we don't know much about him. But the FBI came up with a profile multiple times. So at first they come out and they say um, he obviously knows how to parachute. So we should look into people like that. Mm-hmm. Then they come out and they say, actually, no, he has no fucking clue how to parachute. Um He's not an experienced uh, parachutist because no experienced parachutist would jump out in the pitch black in the rain with wind 200 miles per hour in his face wearing loafers and a trench coat. Oh my God. He's wearing loafers and a trench coat? Oh my. It was dark out? It was, yeah, it was dark out. It was raining. It was raining. Oh my god! I how I how did he have the balls to do that? Your man's Out obviously of a insane. Fucking plane! <laughs> oh my god! And he's clearly that. alive. I love it. That's I love it. Insane. Okay. Whoa. Maybe that's why he had to do glasses of bourbon. He was like, "I'm gonna." Need I would need like a bottle courage. for that shit. A l- some liquid courage. <gasps> Why did he put soda in it? I'd have that straight. Why was he wearing a trench coat? I know it's the <laughs> 70s, but like, surely there's a more aerodynamic outerwear you could put on your body. Like, how are you wearing a trench coat, but you do remember to take off your clip-on tie? Put on the shoes trench coat, with you're like, extra parachute. Like, what? Okay, interesting. Moving on. Moving on. Um... But I'm like, so they're like, he's not an experienced parachutist. And I'm like, surely if that's your plan, you would have like taken parachute classes or like, yeah, you, at least. Do you not need like a, maybe not in the 70s, but like a license to parachute? I don't know. I mean, I don't think that Tina, the flight attendant, asked him for his license. No, no, but like they could check if like there were any Dan Coopers who have gotten a parachute license. I don't know if you need one. See, and that's that's why uh, police are like, nah, he's he's probably not part of the parachuting world or like Like federation, federation, whatever. which I sincerely doubt that he had never used a parachute before. Yeah, that would be. Anyway, of course. One of the big theories is... So that is the case. That is all the facts that mm-hmm. I have for you. Mm-hmm. Now let's get into the theories, okay. right? So, of course, one of the theories is that he died during the jump or, like, when he landed. Yeah. Um, but they searched the entire area and they didn't find his body. So I'm like... Maybe they, not. like, did find a body, but it was from a little girl who went missing Oh, my ago. God. Yeah. Um, Jesus. So, like, some investigators are really certain of the fact that he died okay. um, during the jump because, like, one of the parachutes, like, one of the military parachutes was actually sewn shut. And no one saw him, like, Open opening it. it before he jumped. But, he had but then I'm parachutes. like, he had three yeah. other parachutes. Yeah. So, like, he might have been fine. Why did he Not need sure. so many? 
I think like he wanted a backup or like I don't know. Also like front parachutes and back parachutes. Yeah, like I'm like I didn't know that that was. I didn't know you you could have front parachutes. This case, as we said, very James Bond. It is. People loved it. Mm -hmm. So of course. Everyone considering themselves a con man got in on this case. Oh my God. So people were trying to counterfeit the $20 notes with the serial numbers belonging to Dan Cooper's money to collect a $300K reward mm. that was given out by Newsweek for anyone who could lead to um, Dan Cooper or to the money. So uh, people were trying to forge that. Yeah. But... They were found out every time, of course. And then there were like 20 million deathbed confessions. Oh my God. Oh my God. Classic. (laughs) But let's get into some of the suspects that actually might have been Dan Cooper. Mm -hmm. So the first one on the list is Ted Mayfield. Um, He was a suspect. He was a skydiving teacher with a history of criminality, um, including stealing a plane and armed robbery. Okay. Yeah, good contestant, mm-hmm. I feel like. Um, and the weird thing about him was that four hours after it happened, and I don't know how quickly news spread at that time, but only four hours after it happened, he actually called up the FBI and started listing names of people he thought it could have been. That's so weird. That's so weird, man. Like That is so weird. How do you even know people that could have done that? I mean, he was in, like, the criminal thing. He had stolen a plane. Okay. He was a skydiving teacher. He's, so like, I eager feel like to help the FBI. He was like, this is right up my alley. Like, I 100% know who has yeah, done this yeah, because yeah. I know the people that know how to parachute, yeah. who know how to nick a plane. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck? Who are also low-key criminals. Yeah. So, um, yeah, your man was really into it. For me... <laughs> I was like, four hours after it yeah, happened, Dan Cooper could not have been in a place where he could call the FBI. Because like, they're saying that he is Dan Cooper because oh, he was too quick to point his no. finger at other people. But I'm like, I'm pretty sure for four hours after it happened, Dan Cooper was still somewhere in a forest. Mm-hmm. Trying to... Because there's no cell phone. I mean, yeah. 70s, you needed a fucking payphone or some shit. Yeah, so I'm like, I'm pretty sure Dan okay. Cooper is still recovering from his... Broken leg, perhaps. Broken leg, yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. um, so that was Dan Mayfield. Uh, the next person on the list is William Cossett. Mm-hmm. He was a parachutist with a survival training. Oh my god. Um, so what I love about this is that these suspects are like skydivers and parachutists while the FBI is saying that your man didn't yeah, have experience. Yeah, yeah. But okay. So obviously they're all over the place. Yeah. Um, but he was a suspect because an attorney by the name of Callan Cook said that William had actually confessed to him that he did it. And uh, William's son also believes that his dad was Dan Cooper because he said his dad came into money in 1971 and went on a spending spree in Las Vegas. Oh, (laughs) but that's so dumb. Like, can you imagine hijacking a plane, getting $1.2 million, going to Vegas? No, I would go to fucking Mexico City (laughs) and like hang out there. Yeah. I hope that he was like playing blackjack with his sunglasses his, and his loafers and his trench coat. Drinking Imagine bourbon. Imagine being the son, being like, I think my dad is fucking DB Cooper. But like, you would only say that 
if you think D.B. Cooper is a badass. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. You wouldn't be like, my dad's Ted Bundy, I yeah. think. Yeah, absolutely. I think my dad was a Zodiac killer. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, okay. <laughs> For fuck's Dude, sake. Dude, yeah, um, Your, <laughs> your next man on the list okay. is um, Jack Caulfield. Caulfield? Not sure. Okay. Might be butchering that name. Mm-hmm. He was an inmate who claimed to his cellmate that he was D.B. Cooper in 1972, so a year after it happened. And I was like, yeah, I'm sure a lot of people, like a lot of people say a lot of things to their cellmates. It's literally right? like prison break. Um, the, the irony here is that around the time of uh, the Norjack case, this Jack Coffold actually had two broken legs. Oh my god! But that's the only thing tying how him did that, to. How did he say that happened? The parrot. Like I'm he, not. I'm not too sure. But that's the only thing okay. tying him to the case is that Fair one. Enough. He said to his cellmate mm-hmm. that he did it, mm-hmm. and he had two broken legs. Imagine having two so broken I'm like, legs. maybe you're just a dumb guy who fell down the stairs when you had one too many, and now you're trying to say that you're DB Cooper because you're trying to be a badass and explain to people how you broke your two legs. It's interesting how people are like constantly confessing because they know he's a badass I, and they want like, to be like, cool. what the fuck? Why? So interesting. No. Um, so I thought that was mm-hmm. really funny. Mm-hmm. And then we have Walter Recca. So this Walter Recca, before he passed away in uh, 2014, he gave a friend some details about the case that had never been disclosed before. Mm, okay. Um, so experts actually looked into all the things that he said and came to the conclusion that this guy might, in fact, have been D.B. Cooper. Um, What's his name, William? His name was Walter. 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 Um, after his death, the family released a book and a movie oh on like my dad was db cooper or something like that so in this book and in the movies there's also a lot of inconsistencies mm-hmm. with what fbi knew so like right about then is when they're like nah. police was like mm, we're getting gold digger vibes instead they're hella gold digging a book <laughs> and a movie yeah chill they're so like i hope my dad was a criminal because jesus <laughs> yeah okay I mean, mm-hmm um, the next one on the list is Kenneth Christensen. Okay. Um, and this guy, I understand where this is coming from. This guy, he resembled the sketch of D.B. Cooper oh, so shit. much. Okay. It was kind of like a John List type of moment mm-hmm. where you're the like, bust. damn. Okay. Shit. Okay. Um, also, like, they showed a picture of him to Florence, mm-hmm. the flight attendant, oh, and she said that there was a great resemblance. Okay, yeah, because um, she's a key-ass witness. Yeah, and I'm like, she says that there's a great resemblance, but how is she not for sure, like, that's, that's the him. dude? Like, she's been talking to so him for two hours. I sketch, though. But, like, maybe um, over the years, she wasn't too sure, and she didn't want to just say something. Mm-hmm. Um he was a former paratrooper, and then oh he God. was a mechanic, and then he was a flight attendant for Northwest Air- Orient Airlines, mm. the same airline where it all happened. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that was a little sus. And yeah. then also in 1972, he, he suddenly buys a house because, like, he wasn't, like, a super 
well-off man mm-hmm. so suddenly buys a big house uh, because he came into money and no one never knew where the money came from um how do you suddenly come into money and on his deathbed oh, of I course deathbeds, of course he told his brother there's something that you should know but i cannot tell you fuck off but fuck off like die shut the fuck off. yeah just die and stop don't say <sighs> shit like that i hate that and then his brother found 200k dollars in kenneth's bank account which is like <laughs> like at the time it's like shit so low. much money and you're like and he's like where does that come from um but then I thought it was a little bit suspicious that it was 200K because, like, the boy yeah. already found yeah. 5.8K. And then yeah. also, wait, D.B. Cooper didn't spend... Yeah, I don't get that. ...one dollar like of just, what he... Yeah. And then the FBI has come out to say that they um, disregard him as a suspect. Okay. And the reason for it is because he knows how to parachute. That's the only reason they See, have. They're, they're really so, sticking to yeah, the... Yeah, they're really flip-floppy on that. Because yeah. all of these people have some... Or most yeah. of these people have some kind of parachute background. But they're not looking for that. So I'm like, what are you doing? I'm I'm so shook. Also, like, I understand that they say um, that no experienced parachutist would take all the risk that he took, right? Because it was, like, insane. the impossible jump. Yeah. It was insane. But then I'm like... The only person that I can actually see surviving this kind of thing is someone that's super experienced. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I I don't... He's done it at least once. Because, honestly, I wouldn't know how to open a parachute in the first place. Just yank one of the... You just... I I don't know. I will never, ever in my life parachute, ever. (laughs) Ever, ever. That shit scares the shit out of me. Yeah, no. It's not for me either. It's not not my journey. Not even when it's sunny and there's no wind and it's not raining and it's light out. I hate that that's like a classical bucket list thing for people. I really want to jump out of a plane. Why, baby? Why, honey? There's so much to experience in this world and you want to jump out of a plane? It's a girl. No. 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 Mm -mm. Um, So, yeah, I still still like Kenneth as a suspect. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, then we have Dwayne Weber. Not Dwayne. Dwayne. <laughs> <laughs> and um, he looks like a sketch. He also looks okay. like a sketch. A generic um, white man, though. Yeah. Mm. Um, he was seen in the area where the boy found the 5.8K. Okay. Um, and this is the best part. He told his wife before he died, I'm Dan Cooper. Um, what the fuck? So that's like a confession, but then again, it's like he's dead and it's his wife and she's now alone and she's trying to make money because you're a woman. Of course. She thickened the plot. Of course. She um, told police about him having nightmares about leaving fingerprints on a plane and that she never understood where these nightmares are coming from. Fuck I'm like, off. that's a very specific nightmare. Um, he also had a knee injury. Which she had always believed it was from jumping out of a plane. (laughs) He had, uh, one day she was cleaning the house and she found a Northwest Airline ticket 
Like, okay, maybe he flew on a fucking Northwest okay. airline plane. It's and not then that they weird. also found um, a book, like one of the many books that had been written about the case of Dan Cooper, with um, his like with handwriting and notes in the margin. Okay. And I'm like, the only thing that that tells me is that your man is a big fan. Yeah, a big huge yeah. fat fan. Uh, so like, so many people are. Yeah, and he wants to be Dan Cooper. Clearly, but he is not. No, yeah. Okay. So Dwayne? no, Dwayne is not. It's a no for me. Mm-hmm. And then we get to Richard, our last one oh, that shit. I'll be talking about. Okay. Richard Floyd McCoy. Okay. And uh, Richard, um, a lot of people say that he's a copycat because oh get this. I actually, I would love to believe that he's actually Dan Cooper. But do, uh, Richard, he was arrested um, for a crime that he committed in 1972, mm-hmm. so a year after what happened with D.B. Cooper. And um, he was a former Vietnam helicopter pilot who hijacked an airplane <gasps> in 1972. He parachuted out of it from the rear of a Boeing 727. Oh, my God. So same model. Yeah. He requested four parachutes, two front and two back. Um, no way he would do it twice. He was very calm, mm-hmm. not nervous at all. He asked for the notes to be uh, $20 notes on And the notes that he slipped the flight attendant and the pilot also mentioned no funny stuff. Okay. No <laughs> so way. No the, way. Like, everyone's like, he's a copycat. I'm like, the audacity. Imagine yeah. it's actually yeah. him. And he's like, well, that was actually a pretty perfect plan. Let me just... Yeah, do it again. Never change a winning team. And <laughs> never he, change he a winning plan. didn't get, get away with it. Um, so he didn't get away with it. And like he was charged and uh, convicted. And he said, I'm not D.B. Cooper. So I'm, I'm like, if you are D.B. Cooper, what would be the advantage of keeping your first hijacking a secret like yeah like why deny it now why deny it now because surely you're going to prison for the rest of your life or not maybe he only got like 15 years and he's like oh if i'm i confess to the db one Uh, i'll get get 30 yeah 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 um interesting so i'm not i'm not too sure but i mean he's he swears that he's not db cooper this man also richard he looks like he looks like the sketch he really looks like the sketch another as well. One. Yeah, another one. Mm-hmm. Um, and the only reason the FBI is not charging him with the D.B. Cooper case is because unlike, I'm sure you, dear listener as well, when we upload the sketch and then the pictures of all the guys we're going over, you will agree with me that he does look like the sketch. Okay. Like it's, Interesting. it's, it's, pretty, it's pretty close. Mm-hmm. But the FBI didn't think so. Oh, which it puzzles me because okay. he really does look okay. like it but okay. anyway um and apart from that so no one has been formally charged mm-hmm. which m- might be a little bit weird mm-hmm. um considering the fact that we have good contestants here yeah. for the part like, um but a bunch more people have tried to confess to the crime on their deathbed oh my god like that bad confessions always get to me is like, what's the point in lying when you're dying? Like, Especially don't do like, that dude, to us. It's a cliche at this point. The yeah. D.B. Cooper deathbed confession. Stop. stop. Unless you're D.B. Cooper. But yeah. prove it to me. And then I was like, wait, what happened to the DNA? Yeah. On the fucking tie yeah, and so the they cigarettes. Tried, like a few, like um, 2017, 
some enthusiasts were like can we please yeah um whatever dna but so there was not enough from what i've understood is there not enough dna to make like a dna sample sample, like a full sample to link it to someone Mm -hmm. but you can still see what particles were on the tie and they found like titanium sulfide and some sort of like uh, like chemicals that at the time when this was happening in 1971 they weren't very accessible mm-hmm. to the people mm-hmm. which kind of led to the conclusion that db cooper must have been someone working for boeing oh my god um but then he would know but that the door. That, exactly yeah. that's what i wrote yeah. i'm like so then surely maybe that was to throw them off he, he knew how to open the door yeah Oh my I'm god! Like, I'm oh not god, sure. So there's a lot of question marks. Mm-hmm. It's very open ended. Mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of people that have now fucked up this case with throwing details yeah, out there that are not accurate. Yeah. Um. In any case, DB Cooper got away with it. He's Probably a dead. certified badass, he in my is. opinion. Um. And yeah. That's the case of D.B. Cooper. insane. Insane. I, he definitely is dead by... It's been 50 years. If oh, he was yeah, in yeah. His 40s. He is, yeah, yeah. He's definitely dead by Jesus. now. So. Crap, what a dude. I just wonder if there's a family out there that actually knows that For they're... For sure. But then Maybe there's probably multiple family. families that think that Grandpa yeah, was D.B. Yeah, Cooper. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. I Like I said at the beginning of this case, they thought John List was D.B. Cooper for a while because he committed his crimes in 71 and then disappeared. Yeah. So there was like that whole list. People are still thinking about it. Crazy. Because like, they caught John List 18 years later and that's when they were like, wait, maybe he's D.B. Cooper. So I'm like, why is this dude on every agent's like in the back of his mind when they like... Yeah. It's clearly like haunting. Now that I think about John List, he kind of fits like oh, the description a little bit, but he wasn't wearing glasses. Um, also, if John List managed to nick 200K, he wouldn't have had to kill his whole family. I mean, probably, yeah, Lord knows. But yeah, that wow. was the case of D.B. Cooper. Wow, that was a good one. I've never heard it from beginning to end, so that was interesting. Wow, good job. <sighs> yeah. I love that. I love him. I love him too. I think DB, yeah. if you're listening to this for so long, <laughs> hit me up. Let us know in our DMs on Instagram. <laughs> so yeah, let us know on Instagram if you like a true crime case that is does not involve murder from mm-hmm. time to time. Um, and I feel like if DB Cooper can get away with stealing over a million dollars, literally, and jumping out of a plane in the pitch black. In the, in the rain, rain 200 miles an hour wind oh my God. in a trench coat and loafers <laughs> you can survive this week hell yeah you hell can. yeah on that note have a beautiful week and we will see you next, next week time. bye, bye.